0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight, we're going to be telling you about why we love Disney and also getting some feedback from some of our listeners on why they love Disney. So we'll be sharing some of the comments that we've got and talking about all the things that keep bringing us back because we know there's there's a lot of different places in the world you can go for the amount of money Disney trip will put you back. So why are you choosing that? So. Um, we'll go through with the duck crew and and talk about some of, uh, some of the feedback we got on this and and give you guys a little bit of insight into our beautiful minds of why we choose Disney as our family's, um, vacation destinations. But before we get to that, let's talk about something not Disney related. Um, by the time this comes out, it's going to be towards the end of August. We're getting ready for fall college football starting. Um, so just, just an amazing time of year, especially, um, up here in the North, we start having, you know leaves change colors and just it's beautiful um so i guess i wanted to ask you guys what are you most looking forward to for the fall season jody you want to tell us what you're looking forward to
1: the buckeyes killing your team um other than that um i am looking forward to all things fall um leaves cooler temperatures and all things pumpkin um but like pumpkin pancakes and pumpkin bread and all those pumpkiny things cuz falls my jam my favorite time of year hands down little hoodie in the evening crisp cool air it's perfect can't wait
0: all right it, it is and you know you are probably going to be disappointed in waiting a while for that Buckeye win in uh against the Wolverines this year but that that's fine um i mean you're used, you should be used to losing now after last season Ooh,
2: <clears> ow, um, all right so
0: Carly, what about you? What are you looking forward to?
2: Well, I'm. everybody knows I'm a teacher. So, you know, fall always means the start of a new school year. And obviously, as a teacher, that means I am most excited for Thanksgiving break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be honest. <laughs> the beginning of the school year is always super stressful. And if I make it to... Actually, we have Disney coming up in November. So if I make it to my Disney trip in November, then the rest of the year just kind of flies by and it's way less stressful.
0: And Thanksgiving break always is fun. It's nice because everybody has it off. So you don't have to worry about coming back to a bunch of tasks and everything. It's just, it's a nice, nice long weekend. Yes. And that's when the Wolverines will beat the Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> Jeff, what about you? As much as the delusional fantasy world that you're living in, um, I, I like college football season. I can't wait till Saturdays come around. I do like the cooler weather. Um, I also my biggest thing for fall is it's the only time of year that you have the ability to buy Frankenberry, Boo Berry, and chocolate cereal. <laughs> so nice. So I stock up every year. I still have a box and a half left from last year that we're finishing out. So great. Right,
2: we did just open a box of Boo Berry yes. the other night.
3: Yep. So I got a box and a half. I got one box of Frankenberry, half a box of Boo Berry left and Then that'll finish me out and I can buy my new boxes here. Come this probably in about a couple weeks. You stock up in
4: the fall? I do. Okay, so that's left. Has that expired yet?
2: No. I okay. mean it does say best by like four months ago, but the yeah. bags,
4: the bags aren't open
3: yet. They're they're fine. The count chocolate. I've been there a little too long, mm. opened and the marshmallows got a little squishy, but the the fresh ones that we just opened, we're good to go.
0: And it's Best Buy. I mean, sure, sure it might yeah, be 99% yeah. soda. It's still okay. It's still delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's more, it's it's more of a guideline guide guide guide
3: guide than a rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It, true. All right. Um, okay, Gene, what about you? What are you looking forward to with the fall coming up?
4: Hey, you know, uh, cooler weather because by like October, November, maybe December, depends on how hot it is, it might cool off finally in Louisiana. Um, football season. We actually have real football in Louisiana. We have sec football and and LSU football, obviously, as you know, so you probably, you guys aren't familiar with that, but real, real, you know, hard-nosed football Um, hunting season. Awesome. I got a list, man. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win the super bowl. That's not going to be in the fall. That's going to be in the winter, but Dak Prescott will be the, the, the the league MVP uh, and probably the super bowl MVP MVP too. So I'm looking forward to all those things. And then uh, of course, you know, volleyball season, high school volleyball season for my daughter. So it's going to be, man, it's going to be awesome. I love it.
2: I know Not nothing just, about sports ball, but you said something about Dallas Cowboys. And then Lonnie started laughing <laughs> like a hyena in the background. <laughs> so I, I don't know. There's apparently something happening there.
3: You have a good running back down there in Dallas, don't you? If you if you win the we Super a Bowl. We have a couple, actually. Where would the one go to school at? If you're going to win the Super Bowl, where'd he go to school?
4: Oh, Ohio State, no doubt. Oh. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. So Kevin, what do you got coming up in the fall that you're excited about?
5: Well, the kids are back in school, of course, and uh, just looking forward to the cooler weather, trying to get run, you know, the uh, runs in for getting ready for dopey. I know the mileage will get longer, but the weather won't be hopefully as bad. You know, you can't ever tell around here. It'll sometimes be 90 in November. So, uh, but, you know, looking forward to that cooler weather, maybe do some camping, do some fishing with the kids when it's not so hot and just enjoy being outside instead of surviving outside. So. I'm surviving outside. No yeah,
0: that's, that's true. It's been so, I mean, even up here, it's been so hot lately. Uh, Lonnie, what about you?
6: Well, fall is my time of the year as well. Uh, cooler temperatures, right? So I take my runs outside uh, football, uh, usually in the fall i have conversations with gene every well usually we talk every day but on sundays it's multiple times as i'm talking him off the edge when the cowboys <laughs> lose once again uh you know i always tell him if he wants to see a super bowl you know i have an old vhs player up in the <laughs> a- attic i'll bring it down if he can look at the last uh super bowl that the cowboys actually was in so uh that's usually what i do in the fall but uh you know hey we always go into this year you know, with. Um, you know, high expectations for, for, for Gene, and unfortunately, it's, uh, you know. But I will say, I'm, I'm a Saints fan, and the Saints do have a receiver one. that went to. They have where, two where, of them. Where, you, yeah, you got two of them now. Huh? Exactly. So, there you go.
4: Just a reminder, right. the Saints have won one Super Bowl, and it was 2009. So, not 25 years ago like the Cowboys, but still, just one. Just one, Lonnie. I think mm. we used to have a football team in Cleveland. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I'm not, i don't
4: think so they
0: were stolen oh yeah. huh, man no, well a lot that. of you guys mentioned i i you know honestly fall is probably my favorite season um i love it i love the bonfires i love the wearing a hoodie outside i like the crisp weather i like the running weather is just perfect um mm-hmm. the colors everything but yeah i'm really looking forward to football season um i is a big michigan fan it's it's always exciting especially now that we're coming off an awesome season um the lions you know they're gonna win two games and and i'll be excited about those two games (laughs) um but you know just everything weather wise is awesome and and all the events we have a lot of like um cider mills and stuff by our house so we go do apple picking and we'll get apple cider and you know the kids get donuts and all that kind of stuff so that's really fun is like you know we head north about a half hour and um get to go out and do hay rides and all that kind of fun stuff so just such a fun season there's something to do for literally any hobby or any anything you like to do you can find something so um yeah i'm looking forward to the cooler weather though too because that'll be uh it'll be a nice reprieve from all this um night some degree weather that we've been dealing with in the humidity. It's just, ugh. but yeah, but football is probably the thing I'm most looking forward to because I just love it. All right. Well, now that we've talked about um, a little bit of fun, non-Disney stuff, let's get into talking about Disney, which is our, our favorite topic and why we're all here. Um, so tonight I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about um, why we love Disney. And we got some good comments from some of our listeners too. So we're going to read through those and then we'll um, give you our reasons why too. And you can get to know a little bit more about about us. Andrea Gartland um, gave us a response. She said, I love visiting Disney because it allows me to take a break from reality and spend quality times with those I love. Living within 100 miles of the world has given me opportunities to visit since I was a kid in the 70s. I keep going back to have fun while reminiscing and also enjoying new experiences. So... That's awesome, especially living that close to Disney World. That's gotta be great to be able to make those short trips or like a quick weekend trip where I think the rest of us might have a little bit more um trouble with that given, you know, having to get on a plane and everything else. So that's awesome that Andrea's been able to do that and it sounds like she's passing her love of Disney on to her kids and everything too. Um or to onto her family. So that's that's awesome. Um, and to be honest, I mean, my I guess my why with Disney really kind of started with um food allergies and just how well they handle it. Um, Looking back, you know, my daughter was diagnosed with celiac disease at four years old. And when we looked at places it was safe to travel, Disney just kept coming up on the list. And it wasn't one of those places I wanted to go, right? It's it's expensive. It's kind of kitschy and touristy and everything else. And so we're like, all right, well, you have to do, it's like obligatory, right? A rite of passage as a parent is taking your kids to Disney. So we packed everybody up, went down there and just loved it right and then we ended up coming back a few times and each time we went I just loved it more and more you know we got to eat at restaurants and we didn't have to worry about about the food being safe but then beyond that once you get past that there's so many other things that kept pulling us in like I started getting really involved in the Disney history and reading books about Walt and how he wanted the park designed and how his influences kind of came in Um, and then you start to learn about you know all the movies and how they brought some of the IP stuff in and you know the tie-in between those things i loved growing up like the little mermaid and lion king and all this stuff and then you go and, and you see little mermaid themed rooms and you have lion king themed rooms and just the rides and you know you go to animal kingdom and you get to see giraffes five feet from your jeep um it's it's just really awesome and it's really i think grown on me a lot too in terms of like even now I listen to background music, uh, Disney parks music, right. And you hear like sorcerer radio or some, something like that where it just plays those loops that go on. And I know if I'm in a bad mood, I listen to the Soren soundtrack and it takes me back to riding that ride and being an Epcot, um, you know, where they have so much going on there. It's, you can visit all the different countries and learn different, um, customs and things like that from the people. It's just it, it our family has really, I think, found it to be a place that we can all have fun. Um, you know, me and Katie, there's stuff for us to do there. The kids obviously love it. There's all kind of fun rides. Um, and there's everything from, you know, rides for a baby or like a toddler all the way up to, you know, exhilarating uh like coaster type rides, right? With um with some of the rides they have over there now with the roller coasters and rock and roller coaster and and uh Slinky Dog and all those. So I, I think my why is maybe a little more complicated, but it's really around just spending time with the family and, and those memories and pictures of, of uh, the kids giggling and looking at fireworks and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, honestly, the Lapu Lapu being at the Polynesian doesn't hurt um, the pull of me towards Disney. Um, it's it's probably my favorite food or beverage in the world. And, you know, how often do you get to walk around with a giant pineapple filled with rum? Um, you know, it's it's pretty much perfect. So, so yeah, so that's that's my why and and our listener Stacy has also given us a response. She says that this has been a family love for us since our first visit in 1972. As a native Floridian, many holidays and life events centered around Disney. My parents loved it and passed it down to me and down to my kids. There is no feeling like the feeling of being immersed in a world of happiness and hope. And I think Stacy's got a good point there with being in the Disney bubble. Once you get through um, Orlando and onto Disney property, it's like you're in a whole different world. Or as Aladdin would say, a whole new world. Um, and you have people to really take care of everything you need. Their guest services are are awesome. Those cast members will really help you out however possible. And you know, you just don't have to worry about anything, um, which is one of the best things about Disney. I love being in that bubble. Alright, so I've gone it's on... Amazing. Oh, go
2: ahead. It's amazing to me how many people mention those same almost exact same words, immersed Disney bubble. So it's not something that obviously goes missed by a whole lot of people. We all really appreciate that about Disney.
0: yeah Yeah, and i think that's one of the things they've done a great job of cultivating over the years right is Mm -hmm. building that up and making sure that people feel that way when they're there it definitely makes us want to go there more so than than a lot of other places because you're on your own a lot of places you're just in a town and you have to find places to eat and things to do disney you don't have to worry about any of that because it's all around you and it can be scheduled for you and everything else so it's it's great All right. So Lonnie, how about you? You want to give us uh, give us some more feedback from some of the listeners and then tell us about why why you really like going to Disney? Sure. You know, uh,
6: I want to talk about Jeremy, one of our founding members, uh, and his comments on Disney. He put what got me hooked and keeps me coming back is that feeling of being in the Disney bubble in my home. We call it in the arms of the mouse. (laughs) It's part of the reason I'm sad that Magical Express went away. We fly in from very far away. It was always nice to arrive and already have our bags taken care of and a friendly person with white gloves waiting for us. Uh, We were instantly in the bubble from that point until we got back. There's a relaxation level that takes place like no other when you know it's all going to be okay because you are in the bubble, a.k.a. the arms of the mouse. And, uh, Jeremy, I agree with you wholeheartedly uh, with those comments. Uh, You're right. When Magical Express went away, it's kind of like, It was an oomph to you, right? Because as soon as you landed at the Orlando airport, you knew they had your bags. And when you got on the Magical Express and the TV was playing some Disney cartoons, you already felt that you were there. So uh, I miss it as well. And, you know, it made me kind of think about the reason why I love Disney, because my love of Disney actually started later. Uh, I didn't go to Disney as a kid. In fact, my first Disney trip, I was an adult. My my son was seven. My daughter was four. And uh, we just chased characters the whole time, right? We had a travel agent and uh, they, they made this. We didn't know where we were staying. We didn't do any research. We just knew we want the kids to experience Disney because my wife and I hadn't experienced Disney growing up, right? So we went and it was, uh, I think I told the story it was freezing and we ended up having to buy a suitcase and a bunch of clothes because it was so cold uh, and bought all that stuff back home. Um, and then we didn't go again for another two or three years. But I think that's when the seed started to sprout, right? Did a little bit more research this time before we went, started to you know, look for attractions and foods and things of that nature. We went to a, the Flower and Garden Festival it was the first time we actually went that I actually knew what we were doing. And uh, from that point, it just became something that the more I went, the more I got immersed in the culture of Disney, right? Doing more research, uh, looking into the engineering behind it uh, and being in that bubble, right? Cause I've stayed offsite in, in, in on-site, and there's definitely a difference in my mind of staying on-site. Uh, now, some people like off-site, and I'm okay with that as well, but once you get there, right, just the restaurants you can go to, uh, the people watching, the things that you can see, uh, it just it's just, it just different, and the thing that really put the icing on the cake for me is my wife, well, my wife and I and my daughter, we went, um, I think my son was off in school, and we were at a Restaurant actually, we were in Disney Springs. Uh, at I can't remember what restaurant we were at, but uh, my daughter asked, Could she go back into the park by herself? Now, you know, she's still in high school, and we're like, Uh, but she really wanted to do it, so we brought her over to the Ticket and Transportation Center and we dropped her off and we let her get on there and she took the monorail to the park. She rode a bunch of rides, and you know, we were calling her, Are "You okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm. Over, I'm doing this," and she was texting, "I'm doing this," and I'm doing that, and that was her first actual outing by herself, right? And she, you know, and we we said we were gonna go grab a couple of drinks and, and, and relax, but well, we couldn't relax. We sat right there in the parking lot at the at the TTC waiting for her to come back. Just so we want to make sure she's okay, and uh, she came back like you know two and a half hours later um and she's like she had the best time ever and that's when i was like you know what this is it this is it for us and and from that point on it's just been more and more disney vacations and 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 getting more and more in love with the mouse and it's been ever there uh ever since now you know dvc we took it to the next level and now we're in the cruise line and you kind of get more into that ecosystem and once you're in there
0: you're in there right so that's why we love disney and Lonnie, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I think a lot of us have a similar story like that. Like I'm the same way I didn't go as a kid and then discovered it with my kids and, and it's been awesome. But you made a point about like looking into the engineering and stuff, right. And seeing how the Imagineers come up with rides and how they develop everything. That is a really cool thing that I'm glad Disney now is kind of jumping more on board. you used to have to get books from like Marty Sklar and, and guys that were part of Imagineering. And now with, uh, Disney plus having the show about it. that's it's really cool getting to see that behind the scenes stuff. and it's just again, they they know what they're doing. They're pulling you in, right? They're giving more information and letting you kind of see behind the scenes. it's it's just really fun. I think that was a it really is. good point you brought up. Yeah.
6: And I'll tell you one thing, John, which is really cool now, is having an opportunity to bring, like say, I didn't go as a kid, but now we bring my grandson. his first trip was his first trip and cruise was in May. Right, and we're already planning for next year when we bring him back. Right, so seeing it through his eyes and giving him the experiences that we didn't have growing up—that uh, hopefully it, it, you know, be- is a love for him as well.
0: Right, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's so fun, and then you get to take the multi-generational trips and and all that kind of stuff, and just really get to bond, have that bonding time with your grandkids. It has to be so fun. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so. Let's go to Kevin. Let's hear from you about, um, you know, what you really love about Disney. What keeps you coming back? And, and um, have you give us some feedback from some of the listeners?
5: Okay. Uh, I'll start with the listener. Uh, Tyler, he left a message, left a, a comment, said, I think for me more than anything is the Disney Vacation Club. Um, I'll be honest. If we didn't have that feeling of not go- having to worry about the lodging and the parks would be uh, much harder, almost impossible to justify the cost. Uh, He likes the ability to stay and enjoy the ambiance of the different resorts too. And so I'm not a vacation club member uh, like some of you all. um, But, you know, I can, I can appreciate that um, being in the bubble, like, like other people have said, you know, it's really a different feeling. Uh, Most of my experience has been staying offsite uh, unless it's a race weekend because we have family down there uh, about five minutes away from the park. So it's kind of hard to, justify that for us right now. But um, I totally get that feeling. You know, when, when you're at the resort, you can you're right in the middle of everything and and you never you don't have to worry about getting there or getting around or anything like that. Um, so uh, a lot like Lonnie as a kid, I, I went one time and that was when I was nine. So uh, growing up, it was OK, guys, we get to make our one trip to Disney. We're going to wait till you are able to remember it. And that's our only time we ever get to go. So we went and we ran and ran and ran. So that's what, what started me going was, you know, a love for the cartoons and the movies and that kind of thing. Um, and then the innovation that, you know, I'd heard about and read about and that kind of thing. Um, that's what got me started. But once I got into it and a little bit older, started taking, taking my time at Disney, that's when I really started enjoying it. So, going there and, and seeing something and really trying to take it in, looking at the detail. Um, that's something that they do very, very well is, uh, especially with some of the newer attractions is just the attention to detail is just nobody else does that. Um, just really immersive and that kind of thing. And you know, the, the, uh, the cast members, I mean, no other place has employees that you would refer to as a cast member really where it's every part of, the existence of the park and the people that run it. I mean, it really, it ties you into all of it. So it's, it's very, it's the, being immersive. I think that's the big thing. Um, of course the food and, you know, the Disney magic and all that. Um, uh, I love going there for Christmas. That's my favorite time. Uh, I really miss when they had the, uh, the Osborne lights. That was one of my favorite things yes. to walk through. Um, that was just unbelievable. Just seeing all the lights and everything. It, in Hollywood studios. And, um, you know, as I, as I've, you know, now have two boys kind of watching them grow up through Disney able to take them a whole lot more than I did as a kid and just seeing like, I think uh, Lonnie mentioned how how you can see Disney through the kids eyes that to me, that is, that's like the the whole reason for me to go back alone with not, not to mention everything else, but just watching their excitement when they see their favorite character or, you know, ride on the ride and there's a ride that they may think is a little too scary Then they, you get them on there and then they come off and they want to ride it again, 10 more times. So, I mean, that's just, that's Disney, you know, the food, the excitement, the fireworks, everything.
2: And it's and now, and little and little. now the
5: Falcon and now the Falcon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to speak to your Star Wars nerd and yeah. also to your engineering brain.
5: So the engineering side, you know, being, Figment being, you know, of course my favorite back behind me here, um, he's my favorite. But, you know, once they got uh, Marvel and Star Wars, I mean, like what else What else can they get? You know, they brought in everything that, that drives me, uh, every franchise that, they, that I can imagine they've already now have. If they get Transformers, then that, that'll that be a level of a <laughs>
0: awesome all right um yeah gene what about you what what is your disney love or
4: what drives your disney love
2: south america pavilion
4: well south america there's this opportunity to just um go to different festivals especially i love the international flower food and butterfly festival that i seem (laughs) to be able to make you know a couple (laughs) times a year at times so that's that's pretty special uh no um in all reality you guys obviously know i am not the kind of uh disney fan um that you guys are i have i have a you might call it a love maybe maybe compared to you guys it's just uh maybe i am just in like i don't know but uh, i don't have a dvc um I, I i i never went until i went one time for like a day on a high school you know church trip we were going through florida and carly i think said that doesn't count uh and i just went to magic kingdom um I think you did Claude. but <laughs> but I took my kit my son my wife and my my mother-in-law went for a really short trip and then we took our family back um for a longer trip and then surprised my kids uh whenever my when we had my daughter and so I have these great memories um from then and then now it's it's turned into cheer we've we've gone um four times for for cheer competitions and my daughter loves it and and similar like Lonnie Lonnie was saying I I haven't let her loose off on her own I've let her loose with uh you know groups of people with a parent but she loves it and just the memories but for me personally there's a lot of nostalgia as well because of growing up watching the wonderful world of Disney and the Disney movies and um I don't I'll be honest with you John I don't turn on Maybe maybe I should. Right before we went this last time, I did turn on some Disney music at some point um, to try to get everybody you know jazzed up about Disney. But I don't I don't listen to uh, podcasts every week because I don't I don't go as often as you guys. Uh, I don't turn on Disney music, but I, when I go, um, I love being immersed in it um, as a person in sales and, and there being a customer service aspect of sales. Disney Disney is different. They do things differently. Um, those cast members that you guys were talking about—they—they they keep backstage. Backstage, you don't hear about Cinderella, you know, and a problem with her boyfriend, you know, <laughs> uh, like you might at McDonald's or or wherever. There's several things like that that people have uh, a, an emotional connection to, and it's because it's because of the way those things make them feel. And Disney's one of those, and it does it for me too. Um, we had a situation where uh, our magic bands weren't working, and um, we couldn't, they gave us, I don't know, probably 50, maybe more dollars worth of food that just wasn't scanning. And they just, just take it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Make sure nobody's looking, you know? Um, but, but we, we kept going and we, really, it wasn't like that, but they were just like, look, we'll get it squared away. Go ahead and take the food and and then, you know, check in with the desk. And at some point they put money on, several different magic bands and brought us into the gift shop to make sure that it worked and so i mean you know we spent a lot of money you know to go but they probably you know somewhere upwards of you know a hundred dollars more maybe two hundred dollars that they spent on food they gave us and the credits on the magic band just to make sure everything was working right um and and that's just special and i go for for races and lonnie you know lonnie I, I say he twisted my arm. It wasn't that difficult to talk me into it, but, but it's fun. I get to interact with you guys. Uh, so many positive things. Uh, again, you know, um, I, I don't ever, I don't even approach the level that you guys are as, as far as fans, but I do, I do have a love for it. Um, I mean, I don't figment. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've never, I've not seen figment except behind Kevin. And I apologize for that. It's embarrassing. It really is. Um, but um Man, I love the Millennium Falcon, though. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know you do. (laughs) Uh, And I'm looking forward to Marvel being more integrated as well, too, because I'm a Marvel fan, too. Um, Definitely. We also had another comment from uh, Cindy I wanted to share with you guys. She says, um, it's something happy for lots of people, so it just makes me happy seeing people having the best day of their life. Generations traveling together and having magical times together. I visit with my daughter. and It's fun being together, but also the shows are amazing. Food is great. Lots of things to see and do. Walt envisioned a place for families and Disney is just that, whether at the parks, on a cruise or enjoying enjoying a movie. And, and I can identify and, and agree with all of that, except maybe it's not always the best day of the life. Sometimes you see little kids having a meltdown and the parents <laughs> are thinking, this is not the best day of my life. But apart from that, 100%. And it's funny reading Cindy's comment.
0: I, I think she really does feel that seeing people having that great day mm-hmm. makes her happy because, it, knowing her, she's just such a, a great person overall. And I could totally mm-hmm. see her just sitting on the bench watching people and yeah, seeing little kids have fun and just being it, loving it every minute of it. So yeah, that's, we got uh, to
3: watch Epcot you know. Forever with Cindy last July, mm-hmm. um, and we were standing over beside China I think, just watching the fireworks and she's just sitting there watching little kids in front of her singing and clapping and smiling and everything. Just, you can just tell that that's what brings her joy is watching the kids and watching the people. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And and it is too like, but Jean, it's funny how you mentioned when families are melting down and stuff. The first time we went, you see parents like getting upset and yelling at their kids and stuff. And then, you know, you go 10 other times or whatever. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh wait, yeah, no, I, I get it now. Um, you know, having a lot of kids, you sometimes you <laughs> will lose your patience at Disney um, and, and everybody has that rough time. Right. But the beauty of it is you have all that stuff around you to bring you out of that. So hopefully, you know, L- Lonnie
5: says, pack flash. your patience. Yeah. I, I, I don't patience. know how,
4: this last trip. I, I don't know how many times I said it. Hey, 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 family. Lonnie said, pack your patience. <laughs> That's our motto That's- every day.
5: Now. <laughs> <it>. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: especially I mean you need it, right? It's hot, people are waiting in lines, but
6: uh, just yeah. they're, they're And before just you action. swing on somebody, before you swing on somebody, just say, "Hey, unpack
0: your patience. You need it now, unpack <laughs> it. Put it on." <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right. Um so Jeff, how about you? What uh, uh you you want to read something from one of our uh, our many fans sure. or do you want to give us your
3: take? So Rick says when Liam, that's their son was younger, um, he had selective mutism and he refused to talk at school from four years old to seven years old. Um, they took their family to Disney in 2017 and he had an absolutely magical moment with a cast mm-hmm. member who got him to, to have a sword fight with him. And Disney really helped him get it, helped him to get through this problem. So I, I think that's just how they interact with people. is yeah. just fantastic. You see yeah. videos all the time. Yeah. Um, somebody might walk up that's deaf and then you have a princess signing to them. There's, there's all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. It's just, they're that's phenomenal um so i'm glad that i got to go before carly for mine though because then i can say everything i want she's, she's been
2: looking over my fingers <laughs> my nose
3: so we'll see how much she scrambles to get something after for us but well, and i did I want to up- make a comment
0: about- oh sorry i wanted to make a I'll comment about rick's um rick's comment with the the cast member working with his son we went right after we had lost one of our dogs it was maybe a month after we had to put our dog down and prince eric came over we're at um the place on the boardwalk uh treachery al forno and so they had prince eric and ariel prince eric comes over and Caleb starts telling him about how he lost his dog and the cast member just like got down on one knee and like started talking to Caleb telling him about how much he loves his dog you know Eric had the dog in the movie and Mm -hmm. it was just like the best two minutes because he just totally cheered Caleb up Mm -hmm. helped him get through you know a rough I mean it's rough for a kid right right um Right. it was rough for me as an adult uh but it was just awesome to see him like care so much like you could tell the guy actually cared and wanted him to be happy so Mm -hmm. it's just so awesome how they can do that all right. Sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean
3: to oh, No, you. are fine. Maybe I did. Um, you guys, a lot of you have touched on a lot of stuff. Um, I went to Disney for the first time when I was about five. I remember bits and pieces of it vaguely, but not much detail. And then our first real trip to Disney as a family was in 2008. Riley was about a year and a half old. And what keeps me going back is every time we go, it's always different with her. The trips, we, there's different interests that we have. There's different places we stay. We always do something new that we've never done before. And it's just people go to the beach or they go to wherever and they that's just their family trips they do and that's what they've done and that's fine i don't like sand so i I don't like the beach (laughs) i'd rather go do something like this so it's always something different for us the memories are always there um and we always find something new that we can do as a family and explore so i i guess that's what keeps me going back so I didn't take too many of yours. If I you,
2: off- you did, you kind of stole some stuff. <laughs> the
3: look on Carly's face would say otherwise.
0: <laughs>
2: right.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And uh hopefully Carly can come up with some fresh ideas here in a minute yeah, and not just smart, reuse man. what Jeff <laughs> said. Um but Jody, let's go to you and, and you can tell us about a couple of the listeners and then give us your um your family story or your story about why you love Disney.
1: Sure. So, um, Chris started off by saying, I have very few childhood memories of the parks. We only went once when I was 12 and we did a half day at magic kingdom and a half day at Epcot. And those were the only two parks at that time. I didn't come back until 2016 as a 40 something year old man. And I was blown away the attention to detail, the immersion, that feeling of being transported to another place and another time. It is indescribable. I realize that Disney is not for everyone, but for me, the atmosphere, service, ambiance, and it, in, intentionally of culture is unmatched. It truly is my happy place. And I think that, that sums it up. So for, for me and our family, um, a lot of people here in Cincinnati area go to Helton Head every summer. That's the, the cars go directly down to Helton Head or to Destin, which I know, Jean, you were just there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of, vacations that most people in our area take and um i like you jeff i'm not a beach lover it's fine but it's i get bored very easily there's only so much hot sand water salt water i can take um so for me the reason why i love disney and the way the reason why our family loves disney is one word memory every single trip we build a new core memory to kind of talk about inside out a little bit Mm -hmm. And then on every trip, we'll talk about some of those past memories and we'll bring it up and say, Remember when you dropped your ice cream bar there? Or remember when Sony was having a hit, a fit right over there? Or remember when you were, you know, you rode that ride the first time and you held on so tight, you were scared to death. And now you're like heads above the bars. Mm-hmm. So it's the walk down memory lane and the building of that family time where. We really are just yeah. together and having a great time, and then also selfishly, my husband and I have had some really fantastic trips as couples there, race weekends or whatever, too. So um, it, for us, it's it's memory. It's all those wonderful things that um, that we get to look back at and then relive every trip. And it, like Jeff said, also re- try new things every trip too. We tried some new things this trip that um, that were that were pretty incredible and pretty epic and. Um, that we'll talk about the next time we're there as the memory of the past So, so that's a, that's our why. It just it just makes me happy. Um, we had another listener, uh, Becca, who said it's the history and the vision that brought me to love Disney. The rides are fun, but the energy, the vision that Walt had for the foundation is my hook. Progress, innovation, and his tenacity to plow through adversity. And wow, she she just hit it right. I mean
2: yeah
1: that's that's just um, Walt's vision of what the parks could be and 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 what they've turned out to be is pretty incredible and I'm gonna let somebody else talk by a cough. so yes well I, I think she said it really well because
2: I mean even the mm-hmm. smallest details that they create are just incredible mm-hmm. like not being able to see the castle until you're past the gates and you you hit Main Street. Mm-hmm. I mean just that, that was one of his like major things that he wanted and it's that wow factor and you get it every time every time i turn on main street and i see the castle i get goosebumps and giddy and you know i i feel like i should skip down the road or something so
1: can we just have a moment as all of us as runners have all run up and through the castle for a race mm-hmm. um how many of you just get the feels when that happens on every oh, race?
5: even me. yeah not every time
1: yeah,
0: yeah. E- so, even like not running i get like that and my daughter will look at me like you're gonna cry daddy I'm
2: like, I'm gonna
0: cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no running i mean it running it was just like the greatest experience ever i don't know mm-hmm. it was just
1: amazing. for me this tr- tinkerbell when tinkerbell flew yeah. during um not wishes that's like three shows ago i don't happily ever after what's it called now
0: mm-hmm. enchantment
1: Enchantment, right i was i was so i was a mess like i just remember when they were little and oh anyway yeah so that's the fireworks
0: the fireworks shows are so awesome i I should have mentioned that earlier in mine it's just that's one of the things that i love more than almost anything else in the world is watching um a disney fireworks show they're just the way they intertwine the music and the visuals Mm -hmm. just everything is so awesome
1: we did, uh, we splurged right. oh. for, uh, sorry, we splurged for our very last night in the parks, we did Magic Kingdom the very last day, and the very last night we splurged and didn't tell the kids and we surprised them with the dessert party, which the desserts are mediocre, but the, the place where you get to view the actual fireworks Was just we just sat there all kind of like snuggle hugging each other, watching that show, and not being touched by other humans um, because we had our own private space was beyond glorious, and it was super special moment.
3: You talk about core memories from dessert parties. That's one of mine. Was we went to the dessert party. Riley was probably two or three, and they had little
2: the little chocolate swirlies on top of on top of
3: a cupcake. And that's all she wanted was just those. So she'd get a snack and she'd eat that on top. And then I'm eating all the leftover stuff. <laughs> and one of the cast members just saw her picking those off her dessert and brought her a whole cup of just the toppings. I
2: mean, a huge cup. Like
3: a solo cup full of those. Nice. <laughs> nice. So she was sort of
2: so. gorgeous. I love that. It was 17 and a half hours. Right.
3: That was a lot know. of chocolate for a three year old. But <laughs> Jeff was eating but a muffin hey,
0: top. He's like, just the top. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants the bottom part of a muffin. Come on, right. we can do it all. We can we do, do it out. all. These bottoms. Time.
4: <laughs> always, always love a Seinfeld reference. You cut always. it in half and you flip it over and you eat it like a sandwich with the icing in the middle. I saw that somebody do that the is. other day. It's changed my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> my favorite, love it. That's a good life tip.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. our our listeners now are getting pretty good advice for for just life in general. That's free, free right? with the charge of um,
4: the cost of admission. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, Jeff, one of my, I guess we call core memories, too, to use Jody's word, um, was the first time we went, we did the dessert party because I love fireworks and I hate people as well. I just don't like people <laughs> touching me. I don't like them. You know, I just, it just creeps me out. Um, so we did that. And Kara was, I think, five at the time. And she was just sitting on my shoulders and we're just watching it. And it's still one of just the best, I don't know, 15 minutes of my life. Just see or that dad sitting
3: there with the kid on their shoulders, blocking everybody else's view.
0: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. but no, because um, we were at the <laughs> yeah, dessert party. So we we're in the Tomorrowland Terrace, is where they they <laughs> did them then. So we weren't blocking anybody.
2: Not everybody's view. Jeff, just the people that need extra money like to get a good view. He blocked. <laughs> <Right. away>. Yeah, <laughs>
0: just the people that paid ninety dollars a person to have an unobstructed view of the fireworks. <laughs>
2: mm, those
0: true. people, they don't need to see it. Mm. They could have stood on Main Street. <laughs>
1: Yeah. For the commoners like the rest of yeah the,
0: exactly the commoners. yeah the rest of the <laughs> peasants the peasants yeah, exactly um all right so carly i know jeff already gave us uh some information yeah, from your family about why you guys love it but i'm sure you have a
2: unique um set of things that you love i about mean Disney i'm too. not sure it's unique but chris young i'm gonna talk about his comment first first off He gave so much great information. You should really go to our group and read it because I'm going to have to summarize. But he hits on so many good points that I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Um, He said, Walt Disney World represents my escape from reality. At home, I'm not that guy that feels the need to be working on a project all the time. But if I spend my vacation days just sitting around, I feel a sense of guilt that I've left work for no good reason and dread the unknown new stressor that might await my return to work. I just really need to get away or my head doesn't turn work off. So I need that escape. And then he goes on and talks about different vacations that other people take that are escape vacations and why they just don't work for him. But he says, then we have all Disney World. It checks off all the familiar things box for Anne, his wife, yet it's big enough that it still checks off the lots of new things to see box for me. It also offers a vacation planning challenge, which I enjoy. Though to be honest, rising prices and our inability to obtain annual passes have made it more of a challenge recently. And he also talks about how it puts you in a bubble where outside life turns off for a while. You don't think about work. You don't think about news. You don't think about any of the the unnecessary stuff. And he said, we will continue to go on other non-Disney trips, but we continue to be drawn to Disney World for the memories we've made and the memories we anticipate making. It would be a huge mistake if I didn't point out that those memory includes ones made with people I met specifically due to Disney. Some of my best friends have been made because of a shared Disney connection and those friendships have really enhanced my life. And I, he is right on all counts. Um, we started doing Disney, like Jeff said, because my family, when I was younger, we went to Disney occasionally. I do have some memories of Disney and there were certain things that my dad loved at Disney that now when we go Mm -hmm. back, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, I end up doing by myself because the rest of my family thinks it sucks. But I have that moment of just like being there and connecting with my memories with my parents. But our family vacations were always beach vacations. And when Jeff and I got married, we tried that for a few years and he just, he's not into it and with a little one it was a challenge because he doesn't like sand and i mean i i don't mind sand but when your kid is covered in it and picking her up off the beach you're just like um and you know drowning and sharks and all the creepy stuff that happens at a beach so it it became a challenge for us to find something that checked off all of our boxes like chris said um and but I needed some place where I felt like I was home away from home. I I liked about the beach that we had gone there every summer and I knew all the roads and I knew how to get to restaurants and I knew what restaurants were good ones to eat at. And I, I didn't feel like I got lost anywhere or I didn't feel like I was unsafe anywhere. And Disney does that. Disney is that new stuff that comes out all the time and it's new memories and it's new experiences but at the same point it's very familiar for me so i feel like i know where i can go and be safe and i i know my way around minus a little bit in animal kingdom because it still screws me and up disney spring sometimes um but it's that familiar and it's something where we don't have to drive a whole bunch of places to do things that Jeff likes and then drive somewhere else to do something I like and drive somewhere else to do something Riley likes. There's something for everybody within, you know, a walking distance that's five minutes. Oh, you don't like Swiss Family Robinson? Fine. Well, I don't like Space Mountain. Cool. You guys go do that, I'll go do Swiss Family and we're we're good to go.
3: She's the only person that rope drops Swiss Family Treehouse.
2: I I do. So you rope
3: <laughs> drop to stand in a queue?
2: there we go it is not a queue (laughs) it's an attraction it is a queue um and then i also want to bring up like everybody everybody and i know this happens to to lots of disney people but when people say oh are you going to disney again like do you why do you like to go to the same place all the time well the beach is just a beach every stupid time it's sand and water it doesn't matter if you go east coast west coast gulf it's sand and then it's water um and i feel like the more people pushed and pushed that oh my gosh really don't you get bored going to the same place i'm stubborn and the more i dug my heels in and i was like darn it i love disney and you're all going to love disney too and if you don't well then you're just silly and there's something wrong with you so I, I, all of those reasons, all the reasons everybody mentioned and everything Jeff said. And, you know, I, I feel like Chris hit it on the head yet again. So,
0: well, and Carly, you mentioned something too, and and Chris, I think did as well, but you feel at home at Disney. I mean, there's a reason at DVC resorts, they say, welcome home. And our family feels the same way. Like, I feel more at home at Disney than I do almost anywhere else in the world. And it's a familiarity thing. It's uh, the way they make you feel. It's just everything. The smells. I'm a big, right. like, seeing, Disney smell person. It and just seeing some of the same awesome. cast
2: members every trip. I mean, there are, are cast members. They don't remember us, but we remember them. And I I feel like that's another... Oh, my gosh, I wonder if that woman is at, you know, Hollywood Studios holding back all of the line cutters. Like, I can't wait to see her. She's always fun. So, you know, just little things that maybe you don't get somewhere else.
0: Yeah, And I mean, I know my way around Disney better than I do around Detroit. And I've lived in Detroit for, you know, 40 of my 41 years. So it's just there's something awesome about it that just makes you feel so good. All right. Um, does anybody else have anything else to add? Anything that you wanted to mention in your um, in your time that you just thought of, or as everybody else was mentioning stuff that you thought of?
2: I think no? our listeners right. hit it all, man. Yes, yeah.
0: Man. I between them and, and the seven of us that are on tonight, which I think Jody, I don't know if you mentioned it after we started recording earlier, but I think this might be this first time that we've all been on the podcast together at once, which is great.
2: I know. Yeah. So
0: that's really fun. Yeah. And the best part about having seven of us on is everyone's gonna get to hear seven jokes during right. quacking up with the ducks. Yeah. So you know, we've, we've started our Release the Quackin' series, which I think everybody should go and check out. Because if you're uh, thinking about doing run Disney races or you are a runner, um, that gives you a lot of good training information, a lot of information about the races, and just a lot of good running and Disney discussion. Um, but because we're starting getting started in a marathon training, I think we're, what, five weeks in, just finished the fifth mm-hmm. week, I want to give a running joke. So what do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. They fast.
2: (laughs) That was funny. It
0: was pretty good. I got to pat myself on the back for that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Lonnie. Can you make us laugh?
6: I will try my best. So what did the seal with one fin say to the shark? If seal is broken, do not consume. (laughs)
0: that's a good and it's relevant because when we're recording this is shark week (laughs) yeah Yeah, you got it which is a great a great week um all right kevin you got something funny
5: yeah i was watching uh, a documentary about astronauts right and so learning about how they how they operate things like that and in one part they were talking about how they use their computers and i noticed that they were using Linux as an operating system, and like, why in the world would they use such a weird operating system on their computers? And then I thought, ah, oh, you can't open Windows in space.
0: <laughs> oh man, these have Makes all been sense. good so far. All right, Gene, do you have uh, you have a good joke for us tonight?
4: I, I don't, I don't. But while I was on vacation last week, I was watching some old shows, and I was watching The Flintstones. Y'all, y'all like The Flintstones, right? Oh yeah, I went down a rabbit hole. You know, I'm a nerd. I started doing some research, and you know, they don't, they don't, they don't watch um, the Flintstones in Dubai. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. But Abu Dhabi do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I do like that one. That was a good one.
0: All right, Jeff, this is, Gene's got a tough one to follow. It is. uh, Follow that one.
3: Well, you guys all remember last week how bad my Billy Joel joke went over. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back with another Billy Joel one to try to redeem myself. And Riley even giggled at this one. So we're going to take it and see what, how it works. So why is Billy Joel's clothes always wet? And start the dryer.
2: People laugh at that one. That was a
3: good one. I
0: (laughs) like you. Oh man. All right, Carly. See if you can upstage uh Jeff here.
2: Oh, probably not, but I do have a secret connection. My my friend Angela sends me jokes all the time. So I'm totally stealing one of hers tonight. And we were talking the other day about how hungry we were, and she said she ordered some German food over the internet. I didn't know you could do. But the sauerkraut arrived. The worst is yet to come.
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) boy, That was a good one.
0: (sighs) All right. And last but certainly not least, Jody, do you have a fun joke for
1: us? I do. Um, So when do you stop at green and go on red? When you're eating a watermelon? (laughs) <laughs> matchup, so. That was a food nice. food joke because it was. I love
0: hungry. All right. Um, well, hopefully, everyone enjoyed those jokes as much as we did. Um, and if you're still giggling, you know you can hit that pause button for a couple seconds, compose yourself, and then make sure you go and join the Disney with the Ducks Facebook group. Um, search Facebook for Disney with the ducks and you'll find our group out there. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Disney with the D one. And then, uh, we're on Instagram and YouTube and, uh, All the any places. other, yeah. Myspace. Um, hopefully you have us in your yeah. copy because, uh, you know, MySpace is where it's at, I think. Um, but yeah, you can find us on any of the social media platforms, usually, um, at Disney with the ducks. And, uh, with that, I hope everyone has an awesome rest of your week and quaharini.
2: Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody.
0: Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. See you later.
2: Bye, guys.
6: Gene, Coronado (laughs) is over at Universal, but they shuttle everybody back
4: and forth.
2: (laughs) I was going to suggest the South American pavilion. But
4: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds South American. It is is a good good steak.
6: You are the center of the Oreo.
1: Perfect. I don't <laughs> like Oreos, so.
3: Are making me hungry. All right, I look mm-hmm. like full size Oreos, not the little stupid thin Oreos. No, yeah, yeah you yeah. gotta go double stuff. Yeah. Oreos. Why do you even have those thin Oreos?
0: I don't even understand yeah. them.
3: Ask those stupid I people in like Cincinnati why they're passing out half an Oreo on a course.
0: Dude, you know what you need to do is you need to make smoreos, which is an Oreo with smores, and, or I'm sorry, a Ooh. s'more with Oreos instead of graham crackers for the ends. That's a good idea. Ooh, That's a good idea. Yeah.
6: Somebody sitting down saying, "How can I make this s'more even more fattening?" I know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that person was John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's add double stuffed
0: Oreos. It's eleven ish here. You know, you guys are You're in the past really? still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had a DeLorean, I could go back. Well, yeah, they are in the past. They're at nine fifty-two PM, five. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Well, i yeah, I've shoot. lived an extra hour of life.
6: Y'all should move to Central time, I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. No, you know what we need to do, though? We need to get on a call like during the Super Bowl. We'll tell you who wins, and then you guys place a bet.
4: You know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Genius. <laughs> I Genius. can't believe nobody's
0: thought of this before.
4: <laughs> Inconceivable. It's yeah. like you have a DeLorean. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah. I, I Well, the problem is I work for GM, and they, we don't make the DeLoreans
5: there, so <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. But
6: I, it's tough. I, I Did I read
0: something saying that they were coming back?
6: Somebody's remaking DeLoreans or something.
5: Electric DeLorean, maybe.
6: I thought. I,
4: I'm serious. I really read that. I think last time travel
5: thing. capability. I'm uh, gonna Google no, no it. Travel. That's extra. My handheld computer. Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, at flux capacitor. That's a that's a pretty significant add on.
3: You can't even get a chip. Plug a little. Yeah, flux capacitor. I was gonna say that.
4: Yeah. Right. It'll probably be supply chain
0: issues, but I mean, it, it'll Definitely. come eventually. You can order it now, and it'll oh probably be God. here in like 2035. Electric DeLoreans. <laughs> Yep, according to
2: NPR it's coming back
0: wow with the like wing doors
2: you know I'm mm-hmm. not sure
0: do they run it's on reimagined
2: garbage. electric DeLorean DeLorean mm-hmm. Motor Company new cars will be built in a yet unconstructed building in San Antonio mm-hmm. um
0: yeah,
2: that's funny, not
0: getting off the ground. To be honest, that's, that's <laughs> not,
2: you don't want to relocate not, there, John, and work for them. Literally off
6: the ground. No, that sounds like it's one of those. You know, you can put some money up front, and uh,
5: oh yeah, we make enough money. Give us a hundred dollars you know, to reserve your cyber. It's, it's a Kickstarter.
2: He said <laughs> the Delorean is. It's a throwback to the future. Nice. Uh, <laughs> back in time. Yeah. Nice. Yep.
5: Oh
6: man.